Welcome to Regina Watches Movies. I'm Regina. And I am that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I asked. Sp- just... It's the spooky time. It's... it's the spooky month. Oh, it's October. Yay! It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's too scary. That's the best part. I'm a big baby. And I love Halloween. I can't do it. It's my favorite day of the year, aside from the day we got married. Good save. Thank you. Thanks. No, I get... This is not a joke. I get very easily scared by the the dorkiest, most lamest things. Like the skeleton we have hanging in our living room? I don't like getting close to it. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> Freaks me out. He can hurt you. It's got to wake up eventually. Well, actually, if I put batteries in him, he does wake up. Absolutely not. Grounds for divorce (laughs) right now. He's motion activated. Oh, fuck no. I'm calling my lawyer. This is not a joke. That's why I haven't put batteries in since you moved in. Nope, 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 nope. So he doesn't scare your gentle little soul. This is not a bit. (laughs) But it is, it's the month of scares and Regina's favorite month. (sighs) So we're going to do four movies, one each week, that are either like Halloween themed or scary or along those themes. What's ironic though is that I do like horror movies. You do. So. I mean, I don't like to be scared either in person. I just really like Halloween and yeah, dressing up. But I get like scared walking down the Halloween aisle. I'm like, well, yes, you do. I can't do it. Yes, you do. It's very entertaining. For you. Yes, for me. So I the first movie for October is my movie. And I don't think... Uh, you'll be a little scared. I'll be, I'll be a little... Be a little. You, you'll be a little scared. As long as it's on the screen. As long as it doesn't wake up the skeleton. Oh, well, I had reenactors come in. Is that a problem? Yes, that's a problem. <laughs> yes, that's a problem. I get freaked out on Halloween when the kids show up. Because what if their costumes are too big? What if they're too scary? <laughs> Then we don't open the door. My nightmare is I open the door and it's like they're like in a scary thing and I give them their candy and they stand there and they don't leave. Well, then you punch them. Yeah, that's actually what I was about to say. <laughs> that's when you punch them. That's legal at that point. I can't, no, it's, it's not allowed. No, but our first movie is, it definitely keeps you kind of on your toes and it's scary, but it's also a little bit campy. All right. Um... And I didn't know you'd never seen this movie until like two weeks ago. Oh, God. So I don't know if that is setting off alarms in your head or not. Yeah, but... I have no idea. Okay. We're going to watch Jeepers Creepers. Oh, Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know there's like a, a scarecrow bat that terrorizes a school bus. But you said that was the second one. That's the second one. The school bus is the second one. Yeah. This so one has Justin Long in it. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. He's one of the main characters. Okay. Back in 2001, so it might be a little dated. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but sure. But it's it's spooky, but it has a nice campiness to it that I think you'll be able to enjoy. I'm excited. It's a fun movie. Yeah, this has definitely been a um, a gap in my horror experience. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know if Jeepers Creepers is like an esteemed horror, you know, franchise, but it's just Not we were in so middle much. school, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> It yeah. was everywhere. Everyone saw it. Yeah. Except for me. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it's the title is based on like 
the creepiest song ever, but it's it's a delight. Jeepers Creepers is a song. Is it? Do you want me to sing it? You, you have to now. <laughs> um, I believe it was made famous by Mr. Frank Sinatra. Oh. But the chorus is Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Uh huh. Creepy as fuck. Those eyes are peepers. Yeah. Pe- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, you think he meant something else? Frank Sinatra, no. No, he would never sing about dirty things. I don't even know what you're referring to. I don't either. I don't really know. <laughs> Frank Sinatra that much. It's about eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So you ready to be spooked? I'm ready to be spooked. And camped a little bit. I'm ready to be spooked <laughs> and camped. Yeah. Great. So let's do it. Justin Long, here we go. Oh my God. Woo. Super spooky. Was it too spooky? It was almost too spooky. Aww. No, that was a lot of fun. Right? It's like jovial, but also creepy and weird and campy, but. Definitely. Very self aware. Yeah. 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 I think that's a. It's like a fun horror movie. Yeah, it is. I would say that for sure. Yeah. It's very cool. Good. I'm I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. I guess it, it was and it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. Like the monster was kind of what I was expecting. I didn't. I didn't know some of the twists. You know that it was mm-hmm. eating people to stay alive or whatever. Right. But um, yeah, it was cool. Good. I enjoyed it. Good. I got to start off by saying that I was super freaked out because it <laughs> basically took place on the eastern shore of Maryland. Is that oh? Because it looked like it. Yeah. 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 I did have that feeling. Yeah. Do you know anybody who like, you know, maybe had an abandoned church in their backyard with a giant pit, giant chute? Leading down into the, the I can ground. picture dozens of buildings where this could have taken place. Oh, no. So many. <laughs> Some of them probably have abandoned pipes in their backyard as well. I can see this happening so clearly. Oh, God. And it had a very, it's a very distinct kind of country. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not dirt roads. It's all two-lane paved highways. Mm-hmm. But they all just seem like they go to nowhere. Yeah. And they have grass and, and you know, tall grass and, and crops growing up on the sides right it just trees in the background so it's just it was very very it's a very distinct kind of country you yeah. know it's not just flat waving plains or whatever you know yeah and this whole time i'm thinking like this could happen this could happen <laughs> there's a truck stopped off my parents house where they totally the second half of the that could have totally yeah, happened absolutely if you turn i know that truck stop if, yeah and and if you take the opposite turn from the truck stop mm-hmm. you hit a police barracks yeah Freak me out. Freak me out. Maybe it was it was filmed there. It could have. It was in Florida, but still. You don't know that. <laughs> but no, that was very yeah, the whole the whole like first twenty minutes. When it's just them like really it's actually pretty cool. Like totally they're just driving and just, you know, bickering back and forth. Yeah. Being I siblings. Like, I was like that's like that's zero four. That's <laughs> could happen. Any this could happen at any time. I'm glad it hasn't on one of our many trips back to your parents' place. But. Or so we know. Huh. Another uh, part of that beginning was um, with the car stuff. I loved, uh, this came out, what, 2001? Yes. They had a, a portable phone. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's what they called it, a portable phone. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like, what's the use of a portable phone? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it was in that weird point in time where, like, it was, 
I guess it was common enough that they could use it as uh, like a figure in the movie. Right. But also... Most of us didn't have them. Yeah. Yeah. And they still called them portable phones. Yeah, it wasn't a car phone. No. It was between a car phone and a cell phone. Yeah. In that small period where there was yeah. the portable phone. Yeah. I That's thought that a good was, point. Yeah. I thought that was very fun. Yeah. You did notice as, just because, you know, this this podcast always comes full circle. I was kind of How hoping, are you bringing Nicky Cage in I was kind of hoping you didn't see it at the end credits. Oh, yeah. But... It was executive produced by Mr. Francis Ford Coppola, who is, of course, uncle to Mr. Nicky Cage. How does it keep happening? I don't... Are we just, like, subconsciously choosing movies? I don't understand. (laughs) That relate back to Nicky Cage, or do they all? I don't... They all, in their own way. Is it, like, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but one degree of Nicky Cage? They would have to make it harder, like, four degrees Yeah. I think we could beat that easily. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a very good point. That's yeah. super weird. Oh <laughs> it all comes back to my man. Oh my god. I have so much to talk about this movie. There was so much, there was so much cool stuff. Do you have a point you want to start with? Sure. Um, I guess going along with the Eastern Shore thing, uh, I thought like a, a core element of it, uh, at least until it turns into like a chase at the end, yeah. was like a, a very distinct fear of small towns. Yeah, because it was like they were driving through the country the whole time, and they mm-hmm. make a they make a big deal out of that, and then they pull up to the the diner, and everyone stares at them, mm-hmm. and there's that and like you know the small town cops you don't trust. Yeah, there was that distinct distinct small town fear that weirdly I don't it, it was like it didn't really play it didn't like go anywhere, mm-hmm. but it was kind of it was an element of the tension that I yeah. thought was really cool. Yeah, yeah, like you're just like. Everyone knows you. You don't know them. Yeah. You're suspicious of everything. They're suspicious of you. That whole... Right. There's an outsider using our payphone. Yeah. How exactly. Weird. Yeah. And they come in all flustered. Yeah. Saying they need to call the cops. Yeah. Yeah, I would be suspicious too. In this teeny tiny town that we live in. Yeah. In a way, it was kind of like the like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. Uh-huh. Where it's like, oh, the cop is here. What does the cop know? What does the cop want? Yeah. Oh, the townspeople are here. What did they know? Yeah. Like, for a while, I thought it was going to like go into that movie, but it just kind of stole that vibe, yeah. I guess. Well, and then they kind of brought up the missing person case oh, yeah. of someone, I believe, 23 years before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Justin Long's character had seen his body in what they referred to, and I also referred to, and I was bummed that it was they actually in the movie. You. They did. They stole it from my brain. Um, was like the Sistine Chapel because mm-hmm. the creature, whatever we want to call him, would take his bodies, he would do what he needed with them, and then he would preserve them somehow and then just cover the walls of the chapel hole <laughs> he had with them. And so Justin Long, you know, falls down the big chute and he's down there and he sees these bodies and then he sees the the school ring of this kid that had gone missing and so he brings that up to the cops and they just look at him like he's crazy because you know that kid was missing 20 some years ago clearly you didn't see him and you're just like an out of town weirdo that's coming in to stir up shit yeah so did they i'm sure they did did they explain why the bodies were preserved i don't was it just magic or something they dripped goo onto him that was not blood there was something like that. There was something in there. And he would sew up body parts when he didn't. They, they talked about, like, the one girl 
that he thought he needed her head. Mm-hmm. So he took that off, realized he didn't, so he sewed it back on. Oh, yeah. So he... And the one guy... He sutures all of his victims. Yeah. <laughs> somehow preserves them. I don't think they go into that. Sure. Out of all the problems with this, I'm, I'm fine with... Maybe they do in Jeepers Creepers 2 and Jeepers Creepers 3. Maybe. <laughs> there has to be a Jeepers Creepers 4 that went direct to DVD. Uh, well, the second one actually came out, and then the third one, um, they got... They got Trisha to do the third one. Oh. And she has hardly acted at all since this movie. I was going to say, and I didn't this, know her at all. Yeah, and this was her, like, big coming back to acting thing. Ugh. And it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And then eventually they filmed it, and I believe they had it open, like, a weekend. And then immediately Sci-Fi was like, okay, we'll take this movie. Ugh. So. Ugh. JC3 did not do great. <laughs> JC2 was a lot of fun, and you will watch that at some point. I feel like I've seen bits and pieces of it. Just probably like, on sci-fi. <laughs> probably on sci-fi. I just know there's an image of... It is the school bus one, It's right? the school bus one, yeah. Yeah. So I write, like, like kids getting janked out the ceiling and, yeah. you know, coming through the windows, and yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. And uh, so, yeah, another, like, basic fear this mm. movie took. Not basic, but, like, uh, a very distinct fear this movie used. Really before, if you came into this not knowing that there was... You know, uh, a boogeyman basically looking like a person. Right. You would think... Uh, kind of looking like a person. <laughs> kind of looking like a person using human features. It was really... It was like a, 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 a like a road rage movie, almost. Yeah. Like this... And this this very primal... Like the first 20, 25 minutes? Yeah. 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 It was, And there's this very primal fear, I think, of, you know, you're in your car and you're supposed to be safe. And then there's this guy who wants to run you off the road... And his car is magically, like, ten times faster than yours. Right. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's true. It was also, it was straight out of, um, uh, Death Proof. Uh, Quentin Death Tarantino. Proof. Did you ever see, um, um, well, here we go. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Maybe don't talk about it. Did you ever see Grindhouse? Uh, did you make me? I will. If you didn't, then no. Anyway, there's, it's, then I won't spoil it. Okay. But, yeah. But it was, yeah. That's was, not the two-movie one? It is. Not the one that we've watched with the... the... Half of it is like a zombie movie. Is that not the one with the leg that's a gun? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, we've that's talked about that on this before. Yeah, so the, the other half is the Kurt Russell movie. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And that is also, like, Kurt Russell has a magic car that runs you off the road, you know. Right. Yeah, and it was that same kind of fear, which okay. I thought was really cool. Oh, so we were talking about how... <clears throat> I don't know, do they call him the Beast, or... I don't know what they call him. I don't think they really give him a name. They said like um, he, like he hunts, yeah. he whatever. Yeah. Um, let's call him... Mr. Creeper. Mr. Creeper, I like it. Um, that he, you know, looked human-ish. He had human features. Um, but the entire first half of this, I kept thinking, what do you look like? What do you look like? What do you look like? And then it came to me. And if you were a child of the 90s or 80s, like we were, mm-hmm. he looks like the cousin of Ivan Ooze. Oh, he does look like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> You're right. You're totally right. That's a great From call. Power Rangers for people who aren't of our generation. He's like Ivan Ooze crossed with like, just like the swamp thing. Yes. With the pointy face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. The two of them fucked and created this really ugly creature. That's canon. <laughs> That's canon now. <laughs> Cheapest Creepers is part of the Star or the, the, 
Power Rangers, Rangers universe. <laughs> the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Should we write like a prequel hybrid? Sure. Yeah, I think it, it writes itself. Yeah, I think you're right. No, that's a very good call. <laughs> I knew there was something... Familiar I mean, about yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. Just like the... I don't know, like the he like the same way Avenues has like his weird like head tentacles like uh-huh. pulled back like he's a mobster. Uh-huh. He has the same thing like his whatever is on his head yep. is pulled like straight back like he's in you know fucking Goodfellas or whatever. Yep, and they're both like vaguely glistening the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a nice sheen on they're them. Just very gross. Yes, they're for very, unknown reasons. They're gnarly. Oh, that's a good call. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could also... not stop picturing it. And if it were any other movie, I would have told you during it and we could have enjoyed it. But I was like, fuck, I have to write this down and <laughs> save it for the podcast. <laughs> no, that's a great call. Oh, God, yeah. But no, I loved, I loved, uh, I loved the creature. I loved it. I loved the, 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 the whole thing. I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great idea. The only thing I wish was that it wasn't explained so heavily. It was just like, I wish... They had kind of figured out over time, like, oh, it eats things for whatever. The psychic gave you too much information. Oof, I'm gonna Is come, that what you're thinking? I'm going to come to, well, I, that's a whole different thing I'm going to oh, get okay. to. Yeah, but no, like, I, I just wish it, it spoon-fed you too much. Yeah. I just wish they'd... Largely through the psychic, I think. Yeah. She well, told you about the, you know, every 23rd spring he feeds <laughs> for 23 days. Yeah. And he finds something that he wants in you, and he won't stop until he gets it. I see what you're saying, though. It would have been nice if they'd kind of come to those conclusions Themselves. on their own. Yeah. So the psychic is one of the most blatant... Uh, okay, if you don't know what this is, you're going to think I'm being horribly racist, but I'm not. Okay. There's a, It's a trope in, like, American... It's a distinctly American thing in American fiction. It's called the Magical Negro. And it's when a black character comes in randomly out of nowhere mm. and just, like, fixes a problem or solves the plot or whatever. And it sounds weird until you think about it and you're like, that's in so much, like, yep. it's like Morgan Freeman and the Green Mile. The, um, the, I've never seen it. I've seen it. I don't, well, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Okay. But, like, the, the janitor in uh, The Shining. Right. Yeah. Right. It's everywhere in fiction when you really look for it. And uh, um, I think it was Spike Lee actually coined it, hmm. but it was that was my first thought when like she just shows up and she's like, "Don't you realize what you're doing?" And it spills out this mythology, and it's like, that was where the movie kind of lost me. Gotcha. It's like, okay, gotcha. Really, this okay. and it's not explained at all. Right. She's just like, I have visions that are gonna help you, and it's like, okay, and never wrong apparently. Yeah, she's never. Yeah, they ask her that a hundred million times, but no, and it's such like a. Uh, yeah, I don't know that term, but I. But the characters... Totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, and looking back on other things, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a shame, but that does make sense. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's a shame, yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's not a good thing to be carried through American fiction, but also it's just lazy, right? Yeah. It's just, bleh. But it's like, it's, it's, yeah, the whole racism allows black characters to show up as outsiders who can do whatever because they're not treated as real right. people. Right. That's historically what it's all been about. And that's really what... She was, I think she was like the only black person in this whole movie. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, there weren't that many people in the movie. Well, that's true. Not to say that there shouldn't be more black people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely should be. But you know what I mean? It but, played into yeah. it in that sense, too. Yeah. It was just like, hello, there you go. Yeah. Right. This one token character comes out and explains everything yeah. that nobody knew anything about. Yeah. That's the only part. I, I was like, I was totally digging it. 
very like I was way into it up until yeah. that character came in and I was just like okay there we go <laughs> and then there was like the 15 minutes where they explained the backstory which mm. is not necessary if yeah. they had really just if, if if it had just been like a bat thing that eats people to keep certain body parts alive that's it that's all I need yeah I'm good yeah I'm good chase Justin Long do whatever you gotta do I'm good <laughs> I'm in yeah. Do you know? Do you, did you recognize her though? Uh, vaguely, I know. I know. I like IMDb recognized her, but not from anything. She's in one of your favorite movies. I thought that was her. She's a. Uh, she's one of the staff in um. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Five hundred days of summer. Yes, she is. They go to her wedding. Yes, they do. She's uh, Millie. Millie. Yep. Millie's the best. I think is how that line goes. <laughs> And Millie's wedding has the best cover band there of all time. There we go. Wait, as soon as I said Millie, I knew this was coming. Melis. So bad. Melis. This is the definitive version of that song. No. <laughs> no. Part of the reason I put that song, when we got married, our, Spoilers. our gift to our guest was a customized mix cd which is still fantastic which is a fucking great cd we have a million copies by the way because matt went crazy and just kept burning them for several days not counting we'll so we be, have a lot also we collected a lot at the end that's true and they just came back to us that's true so if you just even if you don't know us and you're like i like i like music i'm a fan of the show you can definitely get the soundtrack to our wedding. <laughs> yeah. It includes my walk down the aisle, his walk down the aisle, our first dance. It's a great CD. It's a great collection. But I included At Last on there for many reasons. But one small reason yeah, yeah. was because of that. Yeah. Because every time we talk about that movie, you start singing At Last in the worst way you can sing that song. It's fantastic. It's terrible cover. It's so bad. It's like a Macy Gray wannabe. But it's also a man. Uh, but it's also a man. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of problems with it. Yeah, it's, it's perfect and fantastic. Lies. Slight tangent. Lies. <laughs> um, I've got one more big topic I want okay. to cover. Go um, ahead. Do you, want, do you want to take a turn? No, go ahead. All you right. run with it. I, I, I coined something in the, the, the waning moments the waiting minutes of the uh, movie I was very fond of, uh, one of the cops had something I called extra face, yes, which is did. very clearly it's when an extra is like too photogenic, <laughs> like has too much of an actor face, <laughs> but is still an extra. Doesn't have a line or doesn't have a a, a name or anything. Yeah. But you're like something's gonna happen with this guy, and like one cop like creep toward the stairwell, mm-hmm. and I was like that guy's got extra face. Got and lo and behold, he died like real slow. He did. Yeah, he yeah. died a not great death. Yeah. But that's totally a thing. Where, yeah, like, like his part of his chest pulled out, right? That was him. Oh yeah, they punched the hole through his chest, and yeah. then you could see the light through it. That was a really straight cool through death. it. Yeah. It was a really cool death. Yeah. But yeah, like, the movies do that sometimes, where like one face shows up in the crowd, and they focus on it a couple two times too many, mm-hmm. and you're like, that was a an reason accident. they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And horror movies, I think, are really bad at that. Yeah. Actor face. Or extra face. Extra face. Extra face. Extra, extra face. face is just being an actor. I need to write that down for our hashtags. Hashtag <laughs> extra face. You would think they would have actor face, or else how would they get in the movies? <laughs> there are plenty of actors that should not be in movies. Oh, well, here we go. 
I'm just saying. Rod you can Pearl be an man. actor, but not. You gotta oh leave Rod Perlman alone. You gotta leave Rod Perlman alone. I can't Perlman leave him alone. You gotta, he's just a, a man trying to get by in his biker gang. We can never watch his version of Beauty and the Beast or Hellboy on this podcast. Because, okay, good. Both of those. Okay, good. Because I can't go and tag him because I've just dissed him too much in my life. You've trashed the hell out of Rod Perlman. I just don't. There's just, just so many divots in his face. That's <laughs> such a rude thing I, to say. I would only normally say that to my husband, but my husband brought it up what on the a fuck? podcast. So I have divots in my face? No, not you. What well, the hell? Well. Don't you dare touch me. <laughs> Don't you touch me. This podcast is over. But you no. need some Botox. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've had some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's funny that also is a very uh, key thing in, in video games, mm-hmm. especially older ones, because you'll like run around and there are, you know, buildings and characters or whatever that are just clearly background. Yeah. And then you run into like a doorway that's very detailed or like a character who like talks to you out of nowhere mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. There's a reason for that's that. That's different. Yes. So I think it's just a, a design flaw. Everything can't be perfect. All the extras can't have extra face. <laughs> I think That's it's a, true. I think it's a thing. Can we talk about real fast? Um, they're in the jail, and the chief, one of the main cops, is going yeah. through and making all the guys in their cells show skin, as oh, he said. Yeah, that was a great scene. So that they, he could see that they were alive and they were okay. And then he gets to one cell that has two guys in it. And I initially, like, they're both back against the wall and they're kind of shaking. And even though I've seen this movie, my initial response was, oh no, low lights went out when they were having sex. And they're so embarrassed. <laughs> that is not what I thought at all. That's exactly, that's the first thing I thought. Like, oh no, because they're, they're panting and they're sweaty and they look embarrassed, but really they're just upset because there is a demon in their cell with them. And it's like the first time we see him without clothes. Yeah. And he has that like creepy wispy hair coming out of the back. Why doesn't he eat more people's hair? That's my first <laughs> question. He needs more hair. But then he's just this like naked, glistening gray body. We see his wings from behind too. We see his wings from behind. Yeah. But the sound he makes Ooh. when he eats that leg and that arm. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. See for me the much Oh creep- I'm so grossed out. The much creepier sound than in that scene for me was the guy's just head was just banging against the bars. Yeah. So you could, like, as they went person to person, you could hear the clanging in the background. Yeah. And then it's not, it's such like, a, it's like a spasm almost. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, him eating, you know, just moves his body apart. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. But yes, the swallowing in the arms. The yeah. gulping. Yeah. It was like a bird. A bird swallowing an entire foot. A big bird. Big even bird, a, even big bird a swallowing a big foot. bird swallowing. <laughs> tiger foot. Have you seen the neck on Big Bird? You can easily take down a foot. Yeah. That'll be my uh, image for the night. If we're going by measurements, he could probably take like three feet. He can swallow That's those children whole. There's no question. <laughs> the smaller ones? No question Big Bird could eat them. Well, I'm glad he hasn't tried. That's been not, that's Snuffy could have eaten more. As far as <laughs> Snuffy. Snuffy could 100% have eaten those kids. Which kids? Any of them. All of the kids on Sesame Street? Yeah. You're talking too much. I think you just confused him with Eeyore. They both, they're so both sad. like, they're both clearly depressed characters. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, that was, that was my that Eeyore was your voice. Eeyore. 
I clearly haven't watched Sesame Street in long enough because I actually can't imagine Snuffy's voice. Big Bird, I've got. I think Snuffy looks more sad than he sounds. That's that's fair. I think that's what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, did it bother you as a self-proclaimed pun hater? Yes. That their license plate, that his license plate was be eating you. Did that bother you? I just thought it was stupid. I thought it was stupid because the entire time they thought it was beating you. Yeah. But no. I so so Jeepers Creepers was like at the DMV. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> he wants his vanity plate. There are a lot of when you really get into it, there are a lot of functional issues with Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, there are a lot of basic flaws. I keep I kept making jokes that like what if he gets a kidney infection? <laughs> And he just hunts someone down. He's sniffing their abdomen, and then he's just like, "Chop!" The guy's like, "I think, I think I'm okay. I think I can survive this." <laughs> or like, inevitably, what if his penis falls off, and then he's got to swallow a dick. He's got to swallow a dick. <laughs> it's, just, it's the only way. It's the only way. At the same time, why doesn't he have any human flesh tone? You'd yeah, think he point. would be like a patchwork of all the different colors of humanity. Yeah, that's but he a good wasn't. Point. That's a good point. He wasn't. No. Also, His teeth too. He needs to swallow a lot of teeth. He's got to eat a lot of teeth because those things were daggers. He's got to eat a lot of teeth, and he needs to swallow a lot of hair, which I'm sure is very unpleasant. But also, like, all, he's killed all those people, and those are the best clothes he's got, <laughs> like the scarecrow hat and just like the rags, like. Well, I think... You, you couldn't kill someone with class? Uh, well, I mean, I think no, jacket-wise, with big wings, you don't have a lot of options. No, that's true. Hat wear, though, you're right. He needs to get a better hat. Just, just chill out. You don't have a lot of hair anyway. You can tuck that in. Like a little Sunday bonnet? It is a Sunday bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> I get the scarecrow thing they're going for, but it was just yeah. like... Yeah. Well, speaking of the scarecrow thing, one of my favorite lines is when they go to the crazy old white cat lady... Which is such a fun tangent. It was great, right? The cat house. She just had a million cats, and she was like, the district or the county can't tell me how many cats I can own. Something along those lines. It was like, good for you. Good for you. They just totally fucked up her shit. They did. Well, all they wanted was her phone. Yeah. And then they got there, and then they, like, panned to the farm area in the front of her house, and she had had scarecrows there, and we'd seen them walking in, and then you go back, and clearly it's it's not what it's had clearly. been there. And then she just says, "That's not my scarecrow." <laughs> and I love that line because it was so obvious. Yeah. But it was it was good. It was like a nice way to break up this weird tension we had going on. Sure. As were the cat slippers that she got dragged out in when she was dying, and he was just holding up her body. Yeah. They had a tail and everything. She really I was, liked her a lot. She is the most tragic character. Because she's just trying to hide away from the man yeah. and have as many goddamn cats as she wants. And then these two hoodlums show up and they bring a scarecrow monster and that's it. Right. That's terrible. Right. That's terrible. Don't let the county tell you how many cats you can have. I hear that, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for some trivia? Let's do it. All right. So if you want to see the original Bee Eating You truck, Mm -hmm. it's somewhere in Maryland by a private owner. Oh. So we could go visit it if we want. There were some really burnt out trucks that really looked like this. Yeah. Like on the (laughs) eastern shore? All around my parents' home. Yeah. 
I assume they just took it and they used it to uh, 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 create meter from cars. You never saw cars, did you? No, I did not. We're not going to be watching that for this podcast. Okay, good. But no, it's um, Larry the Cable Guy's character. is a beat up big truck like that. Huh. Anyway. I learned a lot from you right there. Yeah, I'm not proud of the fact that I saw it, <laughs> but I saw cars. Um, so, they refer to him as the Creeper, so there we go. Probably should have looked I that up I actually got that, this. right? Yes, you did. Wow. I was being a dick. I think you called him Mr. Creeper. <laughs> Slight tip. Mr. Creeper is his father. Well, there you go. I don't think he had a father, do you? I think we shouldn't assume we know enough about the Jeepers Creepers extended universe. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But apparently, he did talk originally, but his one line got cut. Ugh. But I want to know what that one line is. It would have been terrible. There's no good line you could get him. I'm here to creep on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to jeep and I'm all out of creep. Oh, I got nothing. But peeping at those peepers. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get those peepers? In the scene with the crazy cat lady, I added crazy. All her cats looked through the screens on the windows because tuna had been smeared on them. Oh, that's, that's a nice great. little like Hollywood trick. They got a nice snack. Yeah, or they at least thought they were gonna get one. Sure. <laughs> um, Victor Salva, who wrote and I think directed it too. I think he did. Wrote the main characters as brother and sister in order to eliminate any sexual tension and keep them focused on escaping the creeper. Oh, that worked. Yes, but I don't know about you. If I were in that movie, I don't know if I'd be like, time to make out at any point. <laughs> I feel like there wouldn't be a ton of sexual tension. I mean, it was nice when the creeper was trying to take Justin Long and his sister stepped in and was like, take me. You need to take me. We have mm-hmm. the same body parts. Sure. Which isn't entirely true. But, but I mean, that was like a nice element, I guess, that wouldn't have been there if they were just friends. So I would use the pickup line like, Quick, the creeper is going to take my penis. We got to use it while we can. And then boom, you're in. Got it. There you go. I don't like it. I don't like it. Just saw into your past a little bit, I think. The creeper is going to steal my titties. Oh, no. Oh, he can have them. <gasps> Podcast oh. is over. Ooh, scary look you're giving me. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those titties? <laughs> Victor Salva has always said that the creeper legend is complete fiction, but the scene where Trish and Darry, horrible name, witnessed the creeper dumping a body down a well by an abandoned church was inspired by the case of Dennis DePew, a former Michigan property assessor who murdered his wife and was seen by his mistress near an old was seen by his mis- by, yeah, was seen by witnesses that wasn't as scandalous as I wanted it to. Yeah, I was gonna say near an old schoolhouse with a bloody sheet. Huh. Two witnesses also recalled a pew speeding past them in a van, at eventually tailing them and riding their bumper for several several miles. Hmm. The case was also profiled on a nineteen ninety episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, that definitely sounds like he used that. <laughs> yeah. He just stole it from the headlines, which they all do, but that was a little on the nose. A little bit. Yeah. At the time of its release, this was the highest grossing film to ever be released during Labor Day weekend. What the fuck? Isn't that weird? That's insane. 2001. Does it have much money I made? Uh, Not on this page. 
it's not in triple digits, so it doesn't have that record anymore. I would not think so. No. Clearly, that's like one of the biggest movie weekends of the year, right? Yeah. yeah. That's insane. I don't know if I believe the second part where it says the record would subsequently be broken by its sequel, Jeepers Creepers 2. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that. We need a fact checker on this podcast. All right. Because all that felt a little sketchy. A little bit. Um, so Jonathan Breck plays the Creeper. Mm-hmm. And he has a cameo in the movie. Without makeup on, he appears as a policeman about 11 minutes in. Oh, that's good. Which is nice. That's he gets nice. his real face in there. Yeah. Yeah. The corniest and least believable thing in here is um, that Trish and Darry were not allowed to meet the Creeper before filming. Um, nor did they see the be eating you truck before the opening scene was shot. Supposedly, when Gina Phillips, who plays Trish, saw the truck, she said something to the effect of, is that the truck? Jeepers, that's creepy. No. I don't believe no. any of that. Don't believe that That's at all. such bullshit. That got 158 out of 166 likes. That's some last people. That's some bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. The original title was Here Comes the Boogeyman. <laughs> a little more lame, little, in my yeah. opinion. A little more straightforward. Yeah. I think that's about it. Sure. The rest of it does not look believable in the slightest. That was a good list. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Good list. Good movie. Good movie. Good episode. Yeah, I we, think so. We did good. Thank you. I'm glad you liked pick. it. Yeah. Thanks. It that... was fun. It wasn't like, you know, you don't like spooky spooky. And this is the spooky month, so this was kind of a an like easier way movies. to usher. Well, yeah, but you're still... I don't like the jump, the jump stuff. I don't like the jump stuff. And yeah. there wasn't really any jump stuff on no. there. No, I enjoyed it. Kind of ushered us into the spooky month. Very good choice. As did all of our Halloween decorations, which are plentiful. I'm going to take them all down there to sleep. Yay! And if you um, aren't following us on Instagram or Facebook... You should be, but also we did post on there a really fun picture of us this week drinking pumpkin spice eggnog. Regina's killing it. Yeah. We were really getting into the mood of October. I am killing it. Killing it. (laughs) Killing it. (laughs) (laughs) I murdered it. I murdered Instagram and Facebook. We're editing that out. We're editing that out. I edit. I do what I want. You're editing that out. I do what I want. Yeah. But so we, we put up like a fun picture on that, um, and we were holding a pumpkin candle. <laughs> yes, we got man. very into the theme. Yes. Um, but definitely follow us on Facebook and Instagram using our names. We're easy to find. You can always listen to us on iTunes, and then we're now available on Google Play, right? By the time you listen to this, we will be searchable. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And if there's another service... We'll ask this on the, on the Facebook, too. But the, yeah. if there's another service and you're like, this is a pain in the ass, why don't you, why aren't you on this? Yeah. We can be. Yeah. We just, just don't know. Just let us know. Just message us and we'll work it out. Um, and if you are on iTunes, though, please go on, subscribe, write a little comment about us. Rate us 10 stars. Rate us 10 stars. And the fact that you can't do that, Jill at Apple. It's only five, but that's okay. Jill at Apple. <laughs> call your senators, etc. Definitely call your senators. Yeah. Do that for this do specific that thing, not for anything else that's going on right now. Us first and then whatever. Whatever <laughs> else is. Um, as always, we'd like to thank uh, the Crumb Snatchers mm-hmm. for our theme song. Um, I don't think they know ex- we exist yet. Not yet, but we'll be tagging them soon. Yeah, but we're, we're very thankful. We are. 
Yeah. It works really well with the the vibe of our podcast. It makes us sound very professional. We appreciate it. It does. So, um, you have a final quote for us? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to leave us on... I took, I, this is like in the first like minute of the movie, but oh. it was never tapped. Okay. All right. Inbreeding! <laughs> quote of the movie for me. Okay. So on that note, um, thank you for listening to... You're Reg- not going to give any, no, any context? No. Okay. No, just, absolutely not. Just inbreeding. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's perfect. What I'm just clarifying. Yeah, yeah. We're leaving it at inbreeding. We're leaving it at inbreeding. There we go. What more could you want? It was the best line. Hmm. On that (laughs) note, thank you for listening to Regina Watches Movies. I am Matt. I am Regina. And we will see you next week for another spooktacular. Ooh. Uh, I know exactly what I'm thinking, too. Oh, good. (laughs) Bye, guys.